Hello everyone. Today I'm going to be talking about some of the side effects of being in a calorie deficit. Now I know a lot of people are trying to work on fat loss and as a result you need to be in a calorie deficit but there are still some challenges and things you're going to encounter while being in a calorie deficit that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about and so when you encounter these things you're kind of like what the heck and I know that from personal experience and you're just like is this normal and so I kind of thought it would be pretty important to go over these things so you know what to expect and what is normal and you know what's going to be sustainable for you long term but also why you don't want to be in a calorie deficit long term and why getting back to maintenance calories and even cycling through a slight calorie surplus is really beneficial. So essentially, when you are trying to lose weight, you want to, or you need to create a calorie deficit, but ideally you want to be doing this via two methods. And that's not just by doing an insane amount of workouts and lots of cardio. You want to be creating a calorie deficit by increasing your energy expenditure. So, you know, daily exercise and movement, and then cutting back on your calories a little bit. And between the two of these things, you can create a calorie deficit that's going to be more sustainable than just either cutting calories drastically or adding a lot of exercise to your day. So that being said, no matter how you're creating your calorie deficit, there are going to be side effects. And the longer you are in a calorie deficit, the more pronounced these things are going to be. And this is also going to be different for everyone, depending on your calorie deficit. So the bigger your calorie deficit, the more of a struggle it is, which is why I never recommend drastically slashing your calories because not only is it not sustainable, you're really going to feel the side effects. So for instance, decreased energy. When you're intentionally in a calorie deficit and eating less calories than your body needs to do what it normally does, it's going to be a lot more challenging. You're not going to have the same amount of energy for your everyday tasks. So whether that's things like going for a walk, making dinner, working out, all of those things slowly become more and more challenging because you are intentionally not eating a sufficient amount of calories to support the amount of work that you're doing or were doing in the past. So even the simple things can become more tedious. Another thing is the longer you're in a calorie deficit and the greater it is, the more you're going to notice an impact on your training. And if you are someone who does a lot of weightlifting or even just endurance things with regards to running, a calorie deficit definitely is going to impact that. And I've gone to the gym sometimes when I've been on like a cut and you're just like, holy smokes, I don't know what it is, but this weight is absolutely not doable today. And I can't lift this. And that's kind of uh, the not so fun part, especially for me, where I'm, I enjoy my training. I enjoy lifting. I like to lift heavy. And when I am in a calorie deficit, that's definitely something that is impacted. And Sometimes when I have people come and say, oh, you know what? Like, I just not seeing any progress. I can't seem to lift any more weight. One thing I do ask is, well, how much are you eating? Are you eating enough? Are you in a surplus? Are you at maintenance or are you in a deficit? Because if you're constantly in a deficit, it's extremely hard to push yourself and challenge yourself and build muscle because 
sufficient calories is important. It's important for your energy levels, for growth, and for being able to sustain a certain amount of uh, activity levels and endurance when it comes to training. All right, another thing, your NEAT energy, which really NEAT stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And that basically is any kind of movement that, or um, yeah, essentially any kind of movement that you're doing that's not intentional exercise. So going to the gym is intentional exercise. But if you are sitting there fidgeting, that's your NEAT energy. And that energy that you burn is important because there's a lot of things that we do outside of the gym and outside of intentional training that adds to our overall calorie expenditure and how much energy we burn throughout the day. And when I did my cut two years ago, it was seven weeks and oh my goodness, literally my desire to do basically anything plummeted. And I'm not trying to be drastic, but it was like, do you think you could get me some water? I just don't think I can get up and fill a glass. And I think there's a difference between being lazy and feeling like you can't physically do those things. We're like, oh, I'm just going to watch whatever's on TV because I don't want to get up and get the remote control. That those are the kinds of things that like people don't think about it, but when you're in a deficit and you're not eating enough, those little movements and motions and going at, to get something, that energy sometimes can seem like you just don't have it in you. And so when you are in a deficit for a long time, your neat energy expenditure decreases the chances of you, you know, going upstairs to get something or put something away and then go get some water and get the laundry and all those kinds of things, it's going to get harder and harder, which is why, you know, diet breaks and eating at maintenance calories is really important. And no one should be constantly aiming to cut calories because it's really just not sustainable and it impacts everything else like your neat energy levels, which are so important for your overall goals. I, like I'm saying, you want to be creating calorie deficit via your nutrition, via your exercise, but also your neat energy and how much you move throughout the day. So sometimes this is really problematic because people cut their calories so low and they say, Oh, I'm only eating 1200 calories. I'm trying to work out, but I don't have the energy to do it. And I'm really just laying on the couch all day because I don't have the energy to do anything. And so that means your calorie expenditure throughout the day decreases as well because you're not physically moving as much. And if you're not moving as much, you're not burning as many calories. So despite the deficit, you're not necessarily in as big of a deficit as you think you are. You'd be better off eating a little bit more and still being able to sustain a higher level of activity. Now, something else people don't talk about nearly as much as I think is important is that your hunger levels. If you are in a deficit, you are going to be hungry. Now, that's just a matter of fact. And people go, well, it's really hard to diet. I'm really hungry. Absolutely. That means you're, you're doing it right, in a sense. Now, that being said, I want to be really clear that a calorie deficit does not and should not result in any kind of, you know, major headaches, discomfort, dizziness, like anything extreme like that is extreme and definitely not something I ever want to encourage. A deficit is challenging mentally and hunger is normal, but 
if you are in a calorie deficit and you are trying to lose weight, there are ways where you can minimize that hunger. And that includes things like adding a lot of volume to your meals, lots of vegetables, lots of greens, physically increase. You don't have to have the amount of food you're eating necessarily reflect the portion sizes. So there are calorie dense foods like French fries and eating French fries while you're on a diet is not necessarily ideal because it's very calorie dense and the physical amount of food you're going to eat is not necessarily very much. And if you're going to eat 500 calories of French fries, I promise you, I could make you a meal that's going to be, you know, two pounds worth of food, 500 calories, and going to make you feel full and sustain you much longer than those 500 calories worth of French fries. Now I'm not against French fries whatsoever, but being smart about your dieting and being smart about how much volume you get to eat when you are in a deficit is hugely important because that struggle is only going to get harder when you're just like, not only am I hungry, I physically don't feel like I'm eating enough food, which makes everything much more challenging. And so don't forget veggies are your friends. All right. Another thing, bowel movements. If you are physically not eating a lot of food and a lot of volume, and you're not, you know, like I said, that veggie volume is really helpful because you're still eating a sizable amount of food. But if you are not doing that and you're physically just eating less, well, eating less means there's not enough food to push through the old food and for you to have a bowel movement. And so sometimes people go, oh, I haven't gone to the bathroom in, you know, three days. And well, that's not normal or healthy either. And that's when I say, you need to make sure you're keeping up with your hydration levels. You need to make sure you're eating enough micronutrients and food to keep things moving along. And yes, (laughs) It's definitely something where I've been like, oh my goodness, I've gone to the bathroom, but there's not a lot there. Well, if you're not eating as much, yeah, there won't necessarily be as many bowel movements either. If you're someone who normally has two a day, well, you might be down to one. And that's just a matter of, of fact sometimes because you're eating less food. Okay. So this is also an area where, um, oh, sorry, a topic, (laughs) I'm reading it and I haven't told you what it is, Um, but your sleep. And I've had people complain about waking up in the middle of the night. Oh, you know, we're, my wife and I are both dieting and we both wake up in the middle of the night because we're so hungry. Well, that is definitely problematic because not only is sleep crucial for your recovery, especially when you're dieting, but just for life in general, sleep is so important. So if you are ever at the point when you are, waking up in the middle of the night due to hunger, I'd say that is definitely problematic. And I would reassess how much you're eating and perhaps decreasing the deficit that you're in and intentionally eating a little bit more because at no point should you ever be so hungry that you're woken up from a restful sleep because you need food. All right. Now (laughs) going back to my cut two years ago, decreased recovery. Oh my goodness. So when I did my cut two years ago, I was doing, um, cardio accelerations in between my sets, which would basically mean that if I'm doing three sets of say chest press after I do my first set, instead of resting for 60, 90 seconds, I would do 60 seconds of skipping. And then I would move on to set two of chest press. And then I once again, after that's done, I would do it 60 seconds of skipping 
do set three and then 60 seconds of skipping. And then I move on to my next exercise, which means that you're getting a lot of cardio in your workouts are high intensity. And so they don't have to be super long and drawn out, but they're also really challenging. And when I was doing that, I was loving my workouts. I was pushing myself. All of that was great. But as I cut my calories a little bit more towards the end of my cut, my recovery was basically non-existent. And I've been training for four years now and weight training for at least three that it takes a little bit more for me to, you know, get that DOMS or that delayed onset muscle soreness in such a way where someone goes, Oh my gosh, I just went for a run. Everything's really sore. Yes. If you're doing a new movement, a new exercise, anything that you haven't done in a while, you are going to feel it. But if you're kind of following the same routine, your muscle soreness isn't going to be as drastic, but even though I wasn't introducing any new exercises or doing anything very different from my training prior to my cut, the fact is I was not eating enough. And as a result, my recovery was so slow. I like, I'm a pretty fast walker and we were living in Europe at the time and we were walking everywhere and Vitaly's not the quickest walker, but I was like, you need to slow down. I cannot physically keep up with you because I am so sore and so tired that even just walking was like a real chore. I, I think I was like half my speed and this is like, okay, my hamstrings are sore. I did kettlebell swings three days ago and I am struggling to walk. And it's not that kettlebell swings are a new exercise for me. It's the fact that I'm not eating enough to recover. And this is why also, depending on your training, depending on your goals, eating enough is so, so important. And something that I'm like, I want to encourage all of you to be, I would say at some point in your life, I hope you're able to eat at maintenance and go between maintenance and surplus calories for a while, for months, even for years. It is so important. It has such a positive impact on your energy levels, on your ability to increase your strength, have amazing workouts. And it's just honestly so beneficial for your mind and body. But I do realize that not everyone is in a place to do that. But I do hope that's something that you would consider working towards because honestly, it's such a game changer and so many positive things happen at maintenance and surplus calories. So recovery is definitely one thing that you're going to feel uh, is impacted the longer you're in a calorie deficit. Now, another thing, and this is, I think, more common and not necessarily a big shock, but you're going to have a decrease in immunity, which means that you are in a calorie deficit, you're trying to work hard, you're trying to push yourself, and that's going to take a toll on your body and your immunity. And if you're not sleeping enough, you are going to possibly increase your chances of getting sick. And then that cycle continues of like, okay, well now I'm sick and now I can't train and it's problematic all around. So when you are in a deficit, sleep and recovery is so important. And this is why it's really crucial to do those weekly check-ins and assess, okay, physically, am I making progress? Am I losing weight at too rapidly a rate based on my goals? Am I going to be better off increasing my calories a little bit or decreasing my cardio so I can sustain this deficit for a little bit longer. And maybe my progress will be slower, 
but it's going to be a more sustainable way for me to do this cut and focus on this for a little bit longer without feeling like, you know, I can't walk. I'm so tired. I'm getting sick all the time and I'm having to restart, you know, every two weeks because this is just unbearable. That's absolutely not the right approach to take. And while I know it's very common, I, like I've said before, I'm someone who has dieted for very, a very long time for different lengths of time and different periods throughout my life. And it is tricky to kind of find that happy balance and happy medium and think long-term like, oh, if I create, you know, a small deficit and aim to lose half a pound a week, sure, that's maybe only two, two and a half pounds over a month, but I'm not struggling that entire month. I don't feel like I can't eat out at all. I don't feel like I can't have a glass of wine with friends. And that's kind of when you need to pick and choose what you think is worthwhile to you. There's a cost to getting lean and there will likely be sacrifices and changes you'll have to make to see that progress. And so I always recommend coming from it from a standpoint where, you know, I can keep this up long-term, not lifelong, but long-term in in terms of like, you know, for eight to 12 weeks, this is something that I can work towards and focus on without feeling like my life is crumbling. I have no social life and I'm miserable when it comes to eating and training because I'm just so hungry all the time. All right. And last but not least, and this is a really important one to keep in mind, and this is fertility issues. Sometimes I come across women who have been in such a calorie deficit or in a calorie deficit for such a long period of time, have done so much cardio, have done so much working out that they are suffering from amenorrhea. And that is essentially when you've lost your period. And no, I'm not a doctor. I'm not qualified to give you medical advice with regards to what to do now. If you have lost your period and you had it before, you change your training, you change your diet, you need to consult your doctor. You need to consult someone of, you know, a medical professional, because that is a sign that your body is really struggling and you are not feeding it nearly enough in order to maintain your regular body functions. And that has a long-term effect because if you don't have your period, getting pregnant will be hard. If that's something that you're thinking about doing, even if it's not something you're thinking about doing a period is a normal part of your body cycle. It shows that, you know, your hormones are at certain levels, which they need to be. And your hormone health is so, so important. And you can do a lot of damage if that's something you're ignoring. And like I said, I am not someone who can give you the kind of advice you need with regards to what you need to do. If you're suffering from that or struggling with, uh, your period or inconsistency in having your period, that is something you need to speak to someone about, but I would definitely not disregard that. It's something you need to address 100%. All right. So those are kind of, um, an overview of some of the side effects and things that you can expect with a calorie deficit. Now I know some of those are a lot more drastic than others, but like I mentioned, the longer you're on a calorie deficit and the bigger it is, the more you are going to encounter these and the more intense they have the potential to be. So definitely make sure you are keeping your mental health and physical health in mind whenever you are in a calorie deficit, on a cut, or trying to lose weight, because you need to think long-term and big picture and 
aiming to lose a substantial amount of weight in a very short time is not those things. It is not necessarily healthy or possible. And I don't want that to be something that discourages you, but I want you to think, like I said, big picture. If you are someone who has, you know, oh, I've gained 15 pounds over the last 12 months and I really want to lose it by, you know, a wedding I have to go to in two months, that may not be realistic. And that's where I'm like, I want to be the voice of reason because I think in the past I was someone who was like, why can't I lose it? It's absolutely possible. If I just, you know, eat a little bit less and do a little bit more exercise, I can totally do it. But just because you can physically do it does not mean it's healthy for you or something that you should really be putting your energy into. If you took 12 months to put on a certain amount of weight, well, perhaps then spending 12 months to slowly and healthfully lose that weight is a better use of your time and energy. So stop thinking short-term, stop trying to lose a whole bunch of weight in a really short period of time, but focus on healthy habits that one day at a time are going to get you closer to where you want to be. And in that way, even though you're losing weight slower, it's going to be a lot more sustainable to keep it off because you're not doing anything crazy drastic. All right. I hope that helped. Uh, if you have any questions whatsoever or are curious about more nutrition tips, workouts, follow me on Instagram at justget.fit. Or if you're interested on one-on-one nutrition coaching, you can always email me at Nikki at justgetfit. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for more.